morning, guys. Yeah, sure. Um, um, it's quite uh, significant for me, um, this whole leading up to this morning and uh, the worship that we had. Um, I really just want in the message that I bring, really trust God and, and ask Him that um, it won't be anything about me. It's all about Him and what's on His heart. And what I've learned over the years, um, following Him and putting my hope in Him and trusting Him, um, and yeah, I just want to just get my water. Everybody always has water, so mask um, for that droe keelkie wat betekker gebeur so. But anyways, um, yeah, so um, the message that I want to bring this morning is uh, it's going to be a message of, of hope and encouragement that I really feel that God wants to encourage us as a congregation and as a people. Um, and uh, it was funny, in, the, in the my actually uh, preparing this message, Kala came to bribe us on Friday, and um, I was excited to share this message with him, what I, what I felt God was laying on my heart. And um, the response that he gave me, because it was three, three different scriptures, and um, the response that he gave me wasn't the response that I was actually looking for. He said it was too much. But I thought about it afterwards, and I thought, yeah, you know, um, I'm glad that there's people like that that can speak into my life. And uh, when I actually came and sat and um, asked God to lead me in this, he actually showed me um, that there's so much in this one message that I want to bring. Because it's something that God has done in my life. Um, and that's, you know, it's the best place to share is out of a place of experience and what you've experienced God for. So, so what I'm going to um, preach about is in Matthew 6, verses 25 to 34. It's, um, it's, it's a message is about not to be anxious. So I want to ask you guys, who... Who have never been anxious? <laughs> is, there, is there anybody here that's never been anxious? It's never been fearful or been afraid or something. I think everybody can relate to being that. And act yet God actually says more than, I think, 366 times in the word, he actually addresses fear and being fearful. And I went and I, I looked up the definition of, of uh, being, being anxious. And it actually says a feeling or showing worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. So it's something that we're uncertain about, something that we don't know what's going to happen. And Jesus says, we mustn't be like that. We mustn't be anxious about anything. Because he is that person. He is that rock in our life. He is that certainty in our life. And I've just experienced it so many times. But um, let's quickly read through, through Matthew 26, uh, Matthew 6, verses 25. So, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the, of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of much more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? 
for the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So just stop there. So it says there that your heavenly Father knows those things. He knows what we need. He knows all our fears. He knows our anxieties. He knows uh, what we need. Um, he knows our walks. He knows our histories. He knows our futures. It's secure in him. You guys understand? It's really secure in him. So let's go on. But then there's that, that word but. I love that word but. It's like all these things is stuff that we struggle with. But then there's this but. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things we seek after that we worry about, we stress about, will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So that... But seek first the kingdom of God. You know, seeking, the word seek, in Afrikaans, I don't know what it is in English, it's a werkswoord. It's something that we have to do. Okay, so that's a good thing. There's another scripture in Matthew, uh, in, um, in uh, Jeremiah 29, 13 also. You can put that up. It, it says there, you will seek. There's that word, word seek again. And there's a promise. God says there, you will seek me and find me. He says, he gives us a promise. He says, if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So there's a condition. He says, if we seek him with all our hearts. So I want to encourage you guys. You know, in my life, I've, I've got a, my own business. <laughs> it's called Faith Works for those that don't know. And it's a very significant name. Faith Works. We have to have faith in trusting and seeking God. We have to have faith that he wants us to. He wants to be found because it's it. You know, when we seek him, seeking is it's not something that's that's just there. You have to look for it. Sometimes it's hidden. It's 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 hidden from our sight. We have to we have to go and have to dig and de and, and and delve around and look for that thing. God says, "Come and look for me. Come and seek me." And I promise you, when you do that, you will find me. So I want to testify about something. A while ago, last year, me and my wife. Martinez and Asal's not here now, but they the overseeing elders of our community. And we, we've got a couple of people in our community. And, you know, being a, a community leader, you want the best for your people. It's like, I don't know, it's like being a father. You want the best for your children. It's like it's just something that happens when you have to look after people and their spiritual, uh, spiritual welfare almost in a way. You feel the burden. I sometimes relate so much with what Paul says in the Bible. When he, he, he also he also got anxious. But there's there's a bad anxious and there's a good anxious. He got anxious for the welfare of the churches. He he wanted the churches to do well. He was he was anxious sometimes about the people, you know, are they gonna get these these letters I, I'm sending them to are they gonna understand it? He wants them to grow. There's a there was a good anxiousness about it. But what I wanted to say is, with, um, with us running a community, there was people in our community that was really going through difficult times. And me and Linky was also going through difficult times. Just this, you know, it's just the worries of the world, the stresses of the world. It works in on us, and it, it, it burdens us. But that's why God, you know, I feel the scripture is so significant for us. Is but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And there's that promise that says that if you seek me, you will find me. Um, but when me and Linky, um, when we went through this, I, I spoke to Martinez the one, and I told him, you know, Martinez, I'm so frustrated. I don't know how to reach these people. I don't know. We're talking to them. We're bringing them good word. We're trying to 
to, to shepherd them or whatever, but there's just there's just nothing. They they just dead inside almost in a way. And I told him and he told me, you know, it's because of their hearts. Their hearts have grown cold. And I said, But how can I how can I change that person's heart? And he said, You can't change that person's heart, but God can. And I said, Well, how am I gonna get God to change this person's <laughs> heart? And he said, You pray and you ask God. And it dawned on me, I thought to myself, you know, God says we must never stop ceasing to pray. We must pray always. We must never stop. And um, when, I was, when we started praying, and the thing was also, me and Linky was also in a, bri- in a very dry place, uh, just because of all the stuff we were going through, all the challenges of life with our little boy, Ruben. His skin wasn't lacking. And it was just really, really hard to get to God. And one day, I'm so thankful that God put this thing inside of me that it, it just didn't let me go. He, there was this yearning inside of me deep that I, 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 this isn't right. The way that we're serving God now is not right. I, I want to be on fire for him. I want to really uh, seek after him. And when Martinez told me that, you guys must just start praying. Pray for the people. Pray for your, 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 your sheep in your, in your, in your, under your care. And we did. And we started praying for us as well. And I started praying at my work again, asking God to always pour out His Spirit upon my wife. And we had to, we had to push in. We really had to. It doesn't just happen overnight. It took, it took some time. But by God, even ask Allah, ask a lot of the people in the congregation. We got so on fire for God because we're praying in the will of God. We were praying according to His will. God wants each and every one of us to be on fire for Him. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He wants us to be kingdom-minded, you know, that seeking his kingdom and his righteousness, that kingdom is the things above. It's not earthly things. It's not how much money I've got in my bank account and it gives me security. It's not that. Linky can testify about how he touched her bank account, my bank account, getting us to a place. Kalanem Naku also, in the beginning of lockdown law, two years ago, Ruben was still small. We were really going through a difficult time also with, with that and they posted on a group, you know, is anybody that, that they can pray for? And I said, yeah, if you can pray for Ruben in them. But they ended up praying for us as well. And the word I got from Nark and Kala was so significant about God wanting to teach us that he is our provider. It's been a thing of faith for me. Even ask Martin, my friend at the back. Yes, God has really been laying faith in my heart. Faith is, in Hebrews 11 verse 1, it says, faith is to be certain of the things we hope for. That's certain. You see, faith is the opposite of doubt. And where Jesus says, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. And all these things, all these doubts, all these worries, all these don't be anxious, all those things, if we put faith in the place of anxiousness, and we say, no, I'm not going to let anxiousness rule my life or fear. I'm going to have faith in a God that I know is for me. And there's so much power in our tongues, guys. You know, the word is alive. And there's a scripture in the Bible that also speaks about um, that don't just be readers of the word. We mustn't just read the words of, the, of this book that, that's been given us, that's alive. But we must put these words that we read, we must put it into practice. It says, then you will be like a, you will be like a, um, um, a man that builds a house that's not on, on sand, but it's on a rock. And when, it's not if the storms come, it's when the storms come. Because I promise you the storms will come. And when the storms come, because your house is built on that rock of Jesus, your, your, not, your, your house is going to stand. You're not going to waver. 
in James. It's so full. I love the book of James. There's so much good nuggets in James, teaching us to, to not rely on ourselves, to rely on him. Watch what you say. Speak life over your situations and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, so I want to encourage you guys. You know, when we, when we do seek God, when we really push in, and it's happening now. I can be, I'm a testimony of, you know, God's taken me in this journey. Um, and I've, I've been, I've been a disobedient many times. And that's just another preach about the goodness of God, his faithfulness and his, his grace. It's just, you know, that's the one thing that encourages me so much is regardless of my being disobedient, regardless of me not seeking, even though I do, I, I know I must, um, he just lavishes us with goodness. That scripture in the Bible that says it's the goodness of our God that leads us to repentance, that leads us to that place of, Lord, I'm in so need and desperate, desperate need of you. And that's what he wants. He wants us to get to a place where we seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, um, a scripture also that, that speaks about... Um, Jesus says, in this life, we will have trouble. We will. So uh, being a Christian is not that there's nothing bad going to happen to us. No, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to happen to us because God takes us on a journey where he teaches us to rely on him. All those things that we read now in, 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 um, uh, in um, Mark, uh, Matthew 6, verse 25, all that stuff is about stuff that we worry about, it's stuff that we need. But he says, Jesus says, in this life, we will have trouble. And then he says, but, there's that but again, that but. But, take heart, I have overcome the world. And you know what? For me, at the end of the day, it's all about Jesus. Seek him. Seek, um, uh, um, seek um, his righteousness. Um, where's the scripture now? Um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That he is, he is, he is Jesus. He's, and it says there, he's my peace, he's my joy, he's my hope, he's my rock, he's all that. And when I was, when I was preparing this preach, I mean, this is the first time I'm doing this, I was so nervous, Oscala yesterday, I was so nervous, I was like, what am I going to, you know, I was so scared I was going to freeze up and this and that, and how was it going to pan out? It was that uncertainty, that, that the unknown, what is going to happen? And all I wanted at the end of the day, it's not about me standing up here, it's about God the message that you've given me, how can I encourage your people? How can I get your people to see something that I maybe see or something that they can see in the word that's going to encourage them, that's going to next time they they feel overwhelmed or whatever, and then they're going to remember, oh, not Stuart, but that word, that word that was brought. And it's truth because it's, it's the word of God. It's Jesus. That's what's so important. But I was preparing this word. My wife, because it was difficult with the kids, um, Isabella has a very busy body, and it was just difficult to try to get to a place where I could just be on my own and hear from God. And Ruben went to sleep, and Linky went to um, um, to go look for, for clothes for her, and she took uh, Isabella with. And in that time, I was really seeking God, and I was so nervous. <laughs> and God told me, <laughs> he said, you want to preach about not being anxious <laughs> and not being scared. But yeah, you are so fearful. Are you gonna now choose to trust me in this? That I will work through you. That I will, I will bring the word. You just have to be the vessel. That's all. You just have to trust me. And even coming here this morning, I had to fight that, that feeling all the time. That feeling of fear. The whole time I had to fight it. 
even here in worship here, standing here, I thought to myself, oh, Lord, please, you just need to do this. I don't want to make my name too sense. But uh, then I just realized, you know, when the worship came and that song is about him, it's about his, his will being done, not mine or anybody else's. And that was just so encouraging. And I just felt, oh, Lord, I just wanted to start crying, actually. But, yeah, so that trouble, that is Jesus. And I really want to encourage you guys that that we seek him above all else in everything that we do, uh, we seek him. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, like I said, when me and Ninky really started seeking God, amazing things happened. And there was a while ago, Ruan was preaching, and um, I think it was close to the end of the year, and there was a couple of testimonies that people brought. And this one girl, can't remember what her name was, but it was so significant for me, because she said um, she was also running on empty, and um, she said that when she looked at her, at her calendar, and at her, there was just no time. She didn't have, she didn't know where, where, where could she fit Jesus into this schedule of hers. It was just so busy. Because she wanted to love, she loved to meet with people and see people and stuff like that, but she just couldn't. And when she decided, regardless of my timetable and everything, I'm just going to, I'm going to work God into this. And all of a sudden, she, she testified, she said, I don't know how, it doesn't make sense. But she just had more time. Because God is above these things. He's above the, 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 the world that we understand or this world that we're living in. All he's asking for us is just to come, to come to him, to seek him, to put his kingdom first. And I promise you guys, I promise you, as I'm standing here, I promise you, when you do it, you will, be, you, you will, you, you will find him. I promise you. We, ju- we just need to push into God, uh, to, to, to God and to the things of the kingdom, the things above, the, the, the things of church, to pray for one another, to come to church, to be dedicated. Um, I really hope that you guys are getting my heart at the end of the day. It's not about being a good Christian and doing your duty. It's about seeking a God that wants the best for us. And that is so faithful. You know, guys, he's so he's so steadfast. He's always there. He's never changed. He's never, he, and he will never change. He will always be the same. So, uh, yeah, then... Um, Sorry, I just quickly want to read this. Yeah, I think that's basically all that I have to say. Um, oh, here it is. Isaiah 26. Yeah, sorry, here's, here's this thing. Isaiah 26, verses 3 to 4. That's also scripture that really means a lot to me. And I thought it was really um, significant for us also. It says, you, you keep him in perfect peace. Sorry. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And that stayed, I just Googled it, and it just means basically stayed. Where is it now? It says to remain in the same place. God wants us to remain in that place of seeking him. And I've seen it also, you know, when we start worrying and stressing and everything, regardless of the the storms that's around, that's in our lives, regardless of that. I've seen it. I can really testify. Ask my wife. She can also testify about it. That when we seek God, it doesn't, it's not always that, this, that the, the problems go away, but the anxiety and the fear in our hearts dissipate. Because it says there that you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. 
So let's let's trust God. I want to challenge you guys. Let's let's trust God. Let's really trust Him because He can be trusted. I can't be trusted. Kala can't be trusted. Nobody here can be trusted because we we mere people. I can't be trusted. I want to be trusted, but I can't. But there's one person that can be trusted. He will never ever let you down. I promise you that. Cool. Let's pray. Yeah, Father God, thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you that we can put our hope and our trust in a God that will never fail us, Lord. Sometimes we have a, have an idea of an outcome that we would want, Lord. But I pray, Lord, that we would lay those things down and that you know what is best, Lord. I've seen in my life, I had a very, very rocky life, Lord. I was without you for a long time in my life. And when I met you, you gave me a scripture, Lord, that said, um, commit your ways to, to God. Commit your ways to me, Stuart, and I will make straight your path. And the, the work and the, the, the amazing work that you've done in my life, Lord, and we're not even close to finish yet, but I can testify of how faithful you are when we commit our ways to you, Lord, and seek you and seek the things of the kingdom. You give us peace, Lord. You, you carry us through those difficult times, and you encourage us, and we, we get to know a God that, oh, that is just so amazing, that will always be there for us, that will never turn his back on us, that's a God of second, third, fourth, fifth, a hundred times, Lord, you will, you will give us another chance to change. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Right, so I, if you guys can close your eyes again. <laughs> it was an awesome preach, though. So I, let, let, let's, let's just uh, um, actually pull this through with God, each one. Uh, you know, so, you know, I don't, well, whatever, whatever trouble, whatever worry, whatever care, whatever uh, thing you're facing, um, looking up into this year you know some of us comes really refreshed back in this year some of us comes back and it's like the mountain of 2022 <laughs> yes it's the ninth and i'm already tired you know <laughs> and i'm already anxious and everything that comes with that but it's just so i mean this is so simple, the strategy that we just are giving, right? And uh, I don't know what you want to do. It's like if you want to hold those things, consider it, hold them in your hands. 